This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. We are back Wednesday. It's our final Wednesday. You guys, this is our final Wednesday pod. Yeah. Okay, I have to explain. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ajima Show. Yay! I'm your host, Peter Kim. And I'm your other host, Unji Kim. And we are two queer co- uh, Korean comedians screaming into the void for your listening pleasure. <laughs> now, tonight, today's going to be the last midweek show. We've been doing Wednesday pods for... Yeah. Years. Gosh, four years. Yeah. Four years plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it always worked for us, it, it was always a time where like Unji's kid was out of the house yeah. and like my <laughs> boyfriend was out of the house. And we were both like wiling out, talking shit about them. Oh, my gosh. The mockery. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yes. Those days where we're a l- l- little bit drunk and doing our pod <laughs> on mockery is the best. But um, I, uh, I fortunately got a new job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much everyone for standing behind me <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so for happy supporting for me in my time of need I'm thank so you thank you thank you. you the job is a writing job on a show on a uh, on a tv show and network network tv show um i don't know am i supposed to say it yet or I don't know. Who just cares? be safe. You've already went wild out on the Patreon. Let's just go. Yeah, safe yeah. On this I one. went wild on the Patreon. You guys, <laughs> I went the fuck off. Off on the Patreon. AWF. So go to the Patreon and sign up if you want to hear about that. Just stuff. this last. Because <laughs> this past bonus episode, one. But honestly, I don't think more people should listen to it because the reason I go absolutely off on Patreon is because there's only a small amount of people listening. <laughs> And I feel safe that they're not going to share. But um, the more people that listen, I might get in trouble. But you know what? At this point, I don't care. I have to live my fucking truth. Yeah. Um, but I, I did go absolutely off. Uh, but I I got a job and it, 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 is a, it is a show that I'm going to be working on for 20 weeks. Um, Monday network. to Friday network. Monday to Friday. To people, I just need people to know because it's not cable money. They don't care. They don't it's know. Not cable, it's not cable money. There's a difference. <laughs> I, mean, I just need you guys to know. Okay. This like <laughs> this Stupid. this opa is doing good. This opa did good. <laughs> this this is network. It's network. It is network, which means nothing. Network just means like uh, how about watch it. You and know, more like, money. More. It, 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 it does mean more. Prime time means more money. Yes. Yes. It's not that much. Let's let's not be crazy about it. But it it, it is good money. Thank you so much. I have, for the first time have a job where uh. I I don't th- truly Unji since 2012. Yeah. Leaving Yahoo, leaving my tech job. Mm-hmm. This is the first job I've had where I was like, okay, I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can pay my bills and not worry about scrounging together, you know, my credit cards to fucking buy grocery. Like it's the first time yeah. since leaving tech where I'm like, holy shit. Cause even when I'm like when I pitch pilots and stuff, that's a pilot is one script. Yeah. Sure, it's good money, but like after that script, you're done. There's no guarantee of like more scripts or more work. It's just that. And it usually 99.9% of the times you write a pilot and they go, eh, and they throw it away. 
You know, so like, which is what happened to my Disney pilot. Right. So, and for Kim Spot, we're still waiting forever and ever. Amen. So like, in the meantime, I was like, I have to take this job. Because right. I have to work and I love writing jokes and I love to, you know, I, I like writing comedy. Oh, we love, so we like, love network. We love network money. We love. <laughs> we love a pang song book. Yeah. Right? We love, we love. I mean, just let me just say this. Let me go on the record and say I love networks. I love television. I love <laughs> making money. <laughs> you I do got- love making money. You never hide that about making money. <laughs> that is one thing you never shy away from. Yeah, I mean that's the reason why you'll you know I'm uh, I'm so happy for you like Numernet like oh. I'm so happy and proud of you. Thank you. I, yeah. I'm proud of me too. I'm uh, I'm proud of us that we're all doing it together. <laughs> um, and uh, this is why we have to move to weekends. It's the long story short. We're moving to weekend. Uh, we're trying gonna try to do Sunday recordings. Yeah. So that it's in your ears Monday morning. Which is the that's traditional podcast like drop. Which is model. Tra- yeah. 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 Beginning of the week, you get it. Maybe middle week, you get a little Patreon bump or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to try this for 20 weeks. Stick with us as Delta variant rages through the unvaccinated oh <laughs> among us. And, um, and we'll be back to a different schedule maybe after 20 weeks. But we just want to alert you just in case you saw like, oh, wait, why isn't this coming out? Like, that's yeah. why. And just hold on to your panties and you will get there. <laughs> you ready for Kick-Ass Koreans? Yes, I am. It's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Kia! Okay. You go first. You go first. I had a little bit of trouble uh, nailing down which Kick-Ass Korean I wanted mm-hmm. this week. But I ended up going with a singer-songwriter named Justin Park. Okay. Justin Park's an L.A. guy. He's a self-proclaimed old soul. Okay. okay? You can do so- that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay. it was supposed to be bestowed. So but- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Cool, cool. Yes. He, uh, he, his in- early inspirations are people like Luther Vandross, Bobby Caldwell, Queen. Okay. You know, very soulful, rocky people. Eclectic um, group. Okay, here. Eclectic group, Yes. Uh, And then he grew up and, you know, he grew up like us, you know, Mm -hmm. super poor, whatever little pocket money or couch change he had. He bought he bought CDs and he was just like listening to music as a high school student over and over again. And and and, uh, he began commuting to Hollywood to record his own music in high school. Wow. So very like self-starter. Yeah. You know, mentality. We loved Mm -hmm. this. This is very our vibe. Yes. Right. And now he signed with a company named 5A, okay. uh, and he's releasing um, uh, he's releasing new music. And this week, the, I, I don't know if it's this week, but like most recently, his single "You Don't Know" dropped, and it's a it's kind of a bittersweet love song about like unrequited love. So it's very like K drama uh, feels of like Ooh. "I love you, but I can't have you" uh, situation. Okay. It's written. It's written by uh, a songwriter and producer named Dirk Pate. Mm-hmm. And uh, his voice is very, um, it's very singer songwritery. It, it, it has emotion in it. And, you know, we were talking about how like Asian Americans are not represented in pop music. No. You know, like at least at the higher ups. And I know they exist and we have shouted them out here. Yes. Um, there's like electronic people, like, you know, uh, Yeji, and mm-hmm. there, there are people who are like there's brimming. Yeji, there's Jesse, there's uh, CL, there's like you know all. Things. But they're I all Korean. They're all Korean. 
Well, those are the only ones that K-pop. K-pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there are like other, like Run River North. It's a Korean uh, indie rock band from Cali that we shouted out. Like there are people brimming in the countercultural like space, but Mm -hmm. no one in the Ariana Grande space, you know? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian American. Like why are, you know, like the closest is what? The Pussycat Doll Girl. She's like half Filipino or something. Yeah, yeah, she's half Filipino. And then the girl with the the Build-A-Bitch girl. The one from TikTok. I don't know who the fuck that is. She's but she's she's like our she's age. She's Asian American. Yeah, she's half Filipino. Oh, okay. She's like our age, but like yeah. hides it. She's a very and mysterious person. Of course, person. it's Filipino. Filipinos are so gifted in the music and dancing and entertainment. So like that makes a lot of sense that mm-hmm. they would be the ones that are kind of like Bruno Marsy. You know, like yeah. they're all. But it, no one's going claiming Filipina, Filipinex. Yeah, they're always they're always like not talking about it or like it's just like. Like an expose, or like a, not expose, but like a write up, like her. She's mm-hmm. half black, half Filipino. Like, but it's she, like actually, she actually she does writes claim it. Hard. Yeah, her. She does claim it. So let me just back the fuck up and <laughs> shut my dumb mouth. Because her mom. But as far as KAs go, we have not seen them. That's why I really think it's important that we shout out these KA musicians who are like, it's got to be so fucking hard mm-hmm. to be a musician that, and you're Korean American. You're not even K-pop. Yeah. You know, like, because if you're K-pop, that's a whole different lane. Yes. So um, I just wanted to shout him out. So exactly. So go check him out. He's probably on the like SoundClouds or the, those indie mm-hmm. like publishing things. So uh, and his next album, I Can See the Stars From Here. That's great. Uh, and you don't know the single is from that song. So go check him out. Oh, awesome. Okay, mine is uh, from a Deadline article just released. Yes, I do follow the oh. trades. Yes, hello. <laughs> um, this uh, production company called Game Changer Films has partnered with Angry Little Girls. It's the web oh. comic. You know, you guys all know it with Lee. Yes, Lee. Yes. Uh, they plan to adapt the cult classic comic strip uh, into a TV series and a number of holiday <gasps> movies. Yes, Yay! I love this. As, as, as you guys don't know who it is, it's she's a it's a very famous web comic. Like anything you've seen yeah. with like K Rage and stuff like that. I think yes. we've uh, we tweeted and shared some of her comics. It follows yeah. basically a six year old Korean American girl named Kim who has all this like rage against. <laughs> about racism and gender stereotypes and other sort of like social things happening. And basically um, she herself, like this is a 26 year old brand. This has been going for on for a long time. This yeah, since like the nineties, since the nineties, correct. And she fucking did this when she was a sophomore at UC Berkeley and she just, (sighs) yeah, bitch. And she's been doing it and she just kept doing it. So she initially after she, she performed it and like showed it to people at a show. She was besieged with people curious, identifying. I mean, it's the same thing that happened after we put out Ajima, where like all mm-hmm. different kinds of immigrant and all different kinds of people, minorities of all stripes, came up to us and felt like seen and identified with mm-hmm. the podcast. The same thing happened to her with this web comic, and it's how she started to build a brand. Um, she started to sell merch. This is how she survived. And it's how she met a lot of the people and like talk, started talking to people about their own rage and it sort of info- informed the webcomic moving forward. I mean, she's also been in TV, by the way. She was in Better Luck Tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, she was a, had a recurring guest on Scrubs. And also, I forgot about oh, this. Oh, cool. She was, I didn't know she was a performer too. Yeah, so she was also in Curb. She, I forgot about this. She was uh, in that uh, episode of Curb where she um, 
launches into like uh, accusing Larry of being racist after he thinks that Tang is a common Chinese name. <laughs> God. It's like it's like it's it's uh, in the first episode of season four. So funny! Congratulations to Leela Lee. Uh, yes, kick-ass career for the week. Yes. Woo! Go check out her stuff. I mean, you, it's everywhere, but yeah. I'm sure like subscribe to it if you haven't, and look out for this TV show that come out. I'm so fucking excited! I, and, I wish I could do a voice. I know, I know. And also like, to do holiday movies, it's just like this is fucking gonna be so exciting. Oh my god! And that's the thing is oh like, is, this- is she gonna voice the girl? I don't know. I I actually don't know. Oh. That. That, it doesn't okay, seem. Okay, so I I guess we hope so. Casting's open. We hope Casting's open. And and like you know this, it's it's what first of all she's already published six books of this, translated into several languages. Successful pot product line. I mean, this bitch is set. She's represented by the Gersh Agency. Like, let's do this. I mean, it's also, she's big time. She's big time. She's big time. And this is twenty six yeah. years of this brand. I mean, this is not an wow. overnight success. No, no, incredible. Incredible. I, I can't believe it just it took this long. I know because it's so I, clear. I, 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 but I actually do. Yeah. But I actually yeah. do. Because this is the moment. This is the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the Ajima show and Angry Little Asian Girl is such a like vibe check that we would work so well together. Yes. Lila, if you're listening, we'd love to like <laughs> collaborate somehow. Shout out. And don't yeah. email us directly. Have your reps reach out to our reps because the last time a superstar reached out to us directly, she let us down. And you know who you're talking about sandra oh <laughs> all right all right that's all for kick-ass careers this week we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back <laughs> all right we are back now i want to talk to you about how you're doing shows right now in la Things are getting rough. Are they shutting down right now? Uh, it's not shutting down, but people have to wear masks outside now. Outside? Like like um um like uh, concerts. Yeah. And like what's it called? Like sporting mm-hmm. stuff? Like football game or whatever. Like they have to you have to wear the mandate is to wear outside. So you have to wear inside and outside now. Okay. So they just they're starting the mandate on Friday. <clears throat> I'm about to do like a huge uh, Navy Pier show tonight. What? Yeah, it's indoors or outdoors. outdoors. It's gonna be outside, but apparently oh. like 250 tickets were sold. Whoa. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know where it's gonna Wait, be. Wait, what even. is this for? What show? It's for a work in progress. It's part of the Chicago. Human- oh, that's huge! Yes, it's part of the Chicago Humanities Festival. It's at Navy Pier. It was supposed to be last week. It was rained out, so this it, they're doing it this week. Whatever. I don't know how many people are gonna return. What's happening? But that's outdoors. So I'm keeping on my books. Dude, there are going to be people there. Trust. Yeah. Chicago, summertime. Yeah. Navy Pier. Like, I mean. There, Navy Pier, there's no way they're not going coming out. So it's. There's only a few weeks left. I know. Before you have to be. In a park. Stuck in your houses. Yeah. <laughs> and with Delta on the, on the rise. Uh-huh. I mean, we haven't talked about. COVID in a while on this pod because we've been like moving on with our lives, addressing a new reality sort of thing, you know? Remember? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and you know what's crazy is that my friend was supposed to come into town July 4th from LA. And this is right when Delta was like really on the rise in LA, but hadn't really landed in Chicago yet. So she was supposed to fly to Chicago from LA July 4th for her birthday, tested positive for COVID, could not get on the plane. She's fully vaxxed. Oh. <sighs> 
And so then I remember at that point being like, oh, fuck. And at that point, it was very few cases of vax people coming down with Delta. Breakthrough COVIDs. Breakthrough COVIDs. And then in the time since she couldn't come, it's landed fully in Chicago. So it's been maybe like a weekend, maybe six weeks, not even a weekend, five weeks really since Delta has landed in Chicago. Mm. I know so many people who have gotten it. Specifically comics. Breakthrough. Jesus Christ. I know I have a I have a friend who's a comic here who got COVID the first time mm-hmm. and got it bad. Yeah. Like I'm not hospitalized, but like because he was young enough right. to like eke through it. Right? And then he got the vax. Sure. He got Pfizer. And then he got COVID again <gasps> and he said it was just as bad. Wow. Because people are out people out here being like, oh, if you get the breakthrough, it's just like <laughs> A little cough. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Not true, folks. Yeah. It's this Delta's here to kill. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, truly, like I'm so I'm seeing this in the last five weeks. I've been doing indoor shows, hearing about the things, but I still at the same time feeling relatively safe on the north side, feeling relatively safe in these spaces until I do it. I did this like late night set at a comedy bar, midnight show. It was fucking horrible. Why did I do the show? I don't know, Peter, because I hate oh. myself. Because oh. it was horrible. Comedy bar at midnight? At midnight, eight people in the oh. audience during Lala oh. weekend. I mean, it was just fucking, oh, it, no. was, it was stupid that I was there. It was stupid. But you know, I love comedy. You you needed to get out of the house. I needed to get out of the house and I needed to do comedy yeah. because I'm, I'm fucking unwell. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a woman there very proudly unvaxxed. Very proudly, a comic? No, someone in the audience. Because oh. that's the thing. You need to de- count on your venue to check vax cards. There's no yeah, mandate like that. that. There's no. They're ma- not doing that in Chicago. They are starting to because there are so many breakthrough click cases. People are. I know so many comedians in the last. I would say, Peter, not a joke. Two to three comics per week getting it. Wow. Now, what what is your feel on long COVID? Have you read about this? Yes, and that's another thing I'm afraid of. Because like, even if you okay, do get it, you this is long fucked. haulers, long haulers, right? People who don't ever actually recover, and they're they're like people, and especially like younger people who have had like asymptomatic COVID. Yeah. These fuckers are getting some long term shit, and one of the things is psychotic breaks. Yes, people are turning into psychos. Yes. We have enough psychos in America. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been, it's sort of, so I, I don't want to um, create like whatever um, panic, but just from. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so I've been, I've been fearful. I've been still been doing indoor shows. And I mean, honestly, Peter, like up until last week, I've been doing two to three shows a week. Okay. And almost all of them indoors. So. And nobody's masked. They were not. So the actually last the last one I did indoors, everyone was masked because people started to get scared because numbers right. were creeping up. They were reaching last yeah. summer levels, right? <clears throat> and so yeah. and and you know who the fuck knows? And everyone at this point knows someone that got a breakthrough case. Like yeah. I mean, everybody. I don't I don't know anyone that doesn't. Um, <coughs> and yeah. I don't know. Maybe some people in the suburbs and shit like that. But if you live in the city and you're alive and you're like doing shit and you're out, like I know everyone has gotten something, you know. And right, right. 
And especially comics because we're especially vulnerable because we're the only ones, even if we everyone is masked, we're the only ones unmasked in any room. Right, while you right. perform. And especially at the bar, right. everyone's fucking lax about it and shit, right? So, <sighs> I don't know. I want to take Damn. everything indoor off the books. But I'm booked through October. Wow. So, I don't know. How, I mean, I'd have to show, I have to cancel at like, you know, 10 shows. Yeah. And so, and paid gigs and like, I'm not making any other money. And it's like, also it's been two months. I'm barely getting a set together. I was just getting to eight, like nice eight minutes. Yeah. 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 New material. And it's like, so I'm doing That's outdoor painful. It is painful. <laughs> I'm like, I have only have outdoor shows. And so like, I don't know whether or not we're going to, everyone's going to pivot to outdoors again. I know. They're going to have to. It, uh, like, a. City or countywide shutdown is imminent. You think so? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I don't know about Chicago, yeah. like Lori's Lori Lightfoot's crazy and Went Wild, yeah. <laughs> she is you know, Cook County be fucking on one. Yes. So I'm not sure about where you are, but I guarantee in LA we're gonna do we're gonna shut down again. And we have to. We have to have two weeks of like just stay in your fucking house, bitch. Yeah. So let it, let it, you know, remember the biblical plague yeah. where everybody sat in their house and painted their walls or their doorways <laughs> with blood yeah. so that the angel of death would see that you are a believer and move past you. Like we got to do some shit like that. Like yes. Moses shit. Like what? <sighs> what is, ha I mean, truly. I hate living here. I hate living here. <laughs> I really do. I really hate living in America. We are so fucking dumb. Everybody is stupid here. I mean, truly, Ugh. there was this woman. So I've been looking for someone to do, uh, help part-time with my son to pick him up from school every day, whatever, you know. By the way, let me tell you, my husband's sending our son to Kumon. I, I don't want to even talk about it. It is upsetting. I, what? Yeah! He's five. Why? Exactly, why? 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 Because I guess he feels... He needs him out of the house, too? He needs him out of the house. And also, he I guess what he wants is for our son to resent us. So he wants that. And he wants he wants him to get the full... Achieved. Yeah. Achieved. Trust me. He's going to be at Kumon staring at his tutor and being like, I fucking hate my yes. parents. I mean, I guess he really wants him to get the full immigrant experience. And so... Like, <laughs> and hate, your, hate the generation before. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because truly, it's like, you know, so much about his life. You know, we are both... I mean, sometimes I realize there are small ways in his, like... He doesn't really have the full immigrant experience like us with our parents, you know, like our house. It's not like I'm making yeah. kimchi on the weekends and shit like that. You know, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not hitting him with a comb, uh, <laughs> you know, all those like little delicate little touches to being being raised by an immigrant. But, you know, he was like trying to teach us, uh, tell us about Candyland, a, a game he had been playing at school. And like neither my, me or my husband knew what that was. Like we never played it. We don't. You know what Candyland I've is. I've seen the box. I understand what You've it is. You've seen yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how to play. You don't know how to play. Yeah, oh, I've yeah, never played. Either. I was like, I know. I figured there's dice involved. Yes, or... exactly. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And he's explained to me. So there's these small ways. He's whatever. So Kumon, he's going to Kumon. So I'm looking for someone to pick him up. All this shit. I put it up on uh, like a couple of Facebook groups. I get Peter. I get reached out to by this woman that fully sends me like she is a master's degree level child caregiver professional um works with children with autism and dyslexia um fucking full resume of just wonderful mm. things 
unvaccinated. Oh. Her line was COVID conscious, will oh. test weekly, will not disclose medical status. And I just wanted to be like, you dumb fucking bitch. Bitch. You dumb fucking bitch. You uh. work with kids. You work. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Who's going to hire you? You dumb fucking bitch. I guess uh, all their anti-vaxxers. Well, I hope they hope they all die together. Like, I mean, just like yeah, stupid. Truly. I can't. I honestly don't have enough empathy for people who have been, who are now because of their own ego mm-hmm. can't vaccinate, even though they are looking down the barrel of death. And unemployment like, and unemployment and unemployment. I can tell you how many CPS teachers I know that are going to quit. CTU, the, the union is like at an impasse because there are so many teachers that don't want to get vaxxed. <laughs> and CPS is saying that you have to be vaxxed by the time you come back. And it's just like, also, there are so many disfranchised I, and, <laughs> and at-risk communities that you'd be yes. entering into. And it's like, why would you do that? You know, you You're, know. You just want to go spread death. Yeah, I mean, and presumably you care about these kids. Presum- no, no, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they clearly don't. I mean, it's they clearly upsetting. don't. It's upsetting. It's really upsetting. And so, like, when I hear this and I look at the stats about pediatric cases, I'm just like, I don't know if I can justify doing indoor shows right now. I don't know if I don't know if I can either. Yeah. Like, I don't. Uh, I have one show, as you guys know. I've kind of like started backing away from this identity of comic because and, the, and that, that identity keeps walking towards you, keeps walking towards me. And I'm like, boo, go, go away. <laughs> um, I I think because here's the thing with me and, and comedy now is that a it's become less and less fun and more and more stressful for me personally. Okay. Um, and that being that I'm doing comedy in LA, not Chicago, which is objectively less fun. Okay. (laughs) That one, remember that one weekend I was back? Yes. First COVID. Yes. And we partied at Aaron Diamond's uh, apartment. Like that weekend when I was doing shows back to back to back, I was doing like nine shows or whatever the fuck. I was probably spreading COVID, but I also (laughs) the OG and um, the alpha variant. Mm -hmm. And I, um, but I remember feeling like, oh yes, this is it. This is comedy. This is, it's in my blood. And I was crushing. I was, everybody was like, give me more. And it was great. Yes. Living in LA, it just does not happen. It's just a different animal. And that's, and I just have to come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. And I understand, you know, remember in Chicago, like we would see like Chicago people who perform all the time, yeah. move out to LA and then they just like stop performing and they become like, they just go get on TV or whatever. They do other things. Sure. And I'd be like, why would you do that? Why would you ever stop performing? Mm-hmm. And then especially when they're I good, realized, especially when they're good, <clears throat> especially when they're good, right? Yeah. And they're having so much yeah. fun. I realized why because you come to LA and LA says no, no more. <laughs> put, you put that down now. <laughs> we won't laugh. We won't be interested. We don't even know what you're talking about yeah. because we don't read in LA. Okay, 
there's no art happening in LA. There might, there probably is, just I don't know of it. It's at the store. <laughs> it's at the store. What? What's at the like, store? Like, I feel like people that make, do those things, you have to drive around and you have to hustle. It's just way harder in LA. You have to be outside of LA. Yeah. You have to go to San Diego. You have to go to Irvine. Yeah. You have to go to you do know, time. Like, yeah. yeah, but you can get up at spots and like do stuff. But it's but, hard. Sure, but it's not. It's not. You're not having fun. Like no one's really having fun in LA. Yeah, because like, no one's everyone's just doing spots because they're like, well, I gotta be doing spots. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how will I go on Conan? Not you can't go on Conan anymore. But like, how will I get a late night set? Right. How will I? You know, like everyone's doing comedy for something else. Yes. In Chicago. We're doing comedy because it's it's our food. Yeah, it's comedy. You know, it's comedy. Yeah. You fucking do it because you love yeah. it. Same thing in New LA's York. Same different. thing in New York. You can do more sets in New York. True. Yeah. In LA, you just can't do it like you can do it. Mm-hmm. So it becomes A, less fun, and B, it becomes m- m- less like the audience is not there to laugh. Like, these people, unless you're at like comedy clubs with like um, tourists, right? Like the culturally, Los Angelinos <laughs> are not here, are not going out to comedy clubs to laugh or have quote a good time because we are saturated by industry. So like everyone's a comedian here, you know what I mean? Like yeah. So no one respects comedians because you're like, oh, you're just a guy doing that thing. I could do that thing, or like. Oh, I do that thing, but I'm also a producer and I make three zillion dollars a year. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like there's not that like gritty. Oh, I I want to see what the the philosophers of our day are talking about, <laughs> or like you know what I mean? Like that's not. I'm not saying that's why Chicago goes out, but like yeah. there is a sense of like there there's truth telling happening. There's Comedy. Yeah, satire yeah. being yeah. spoken. You know, like there's uh, power structures being punched. Mm-hmm. Like. That's not happening in LA. Like, there's not, that's not the point of comedy. Like, the, the point of comedy here is so that Judd Apatow could put you in his movie later. Or, right. like, it's not comedy as you, art, it's comedy as industry. As business. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, I, I think, and the only way for me to really get that is to do it in other cities. Like, when I was back in Atlanta, mm-hmm. doing comedy in Atlanta was so fun because people just wanted to laugh. People just wanted to see people be funny as opposed to go there and be like, he's with UTA? Ugh. You know, like, that's the vibe here. It's so crazy. It's Shut so up. fucking stupid. It's UTA. so stupid. Ugh. UTA picked her up? It's like, oh, it's, oh, gross. So, and, you know, don't even bring up improv. Like, that's not even happening. Yeah, yeah. So, I, um, so I, I'm at a place where I don't know if I can do it locally mm-hmm. here. Um, if I lived in some other city, maybe I would be going out and doing it because it'd be like real people. Right. But I, I'm around people like us, you know? <laughs> Trash. Trash, <laughs> trash, like unhappy entertainers, yeah. unhappy at shows. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fucking perform for you. You know, like you, Unji Kim. Like if it was like 200 Unji Kims in the, you know, you know like. I would laugh so good. Shut up. You would, but like <laughs> in general, I'd rather have like someone who just doesn't know anything about it. Who's like, I don't know, a dental assistant or like. Yeah. 
something that's not touching this thing. Yeah. You know, like it's just too incestuous and Ouroboros-y. Like, yes. It's ugly. You want to change the life. You want to change the day. You want to change. You want to brighten the week of yes. someone. I want to make someone was, happy. Exactly. Exactly. Not jealous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's just, it is, it's been, um, I mean, for me in the last two months to come back into it and just realize, oh, how much of uh, lifeblood shows have been. I mean, and even though I've come back into it, I wasn't full-fledged. I wasn't looking to do it four or five times a week. I was down to two shows, typically three, but I would double up on one of the nights. Like, I was being very regimented and trying to not have it overtake my life because of the same things that we've talked about on this pod, like reprioritizing what do we want out of comedy like all that shit you know but with delta man i mean you know that california is one of the states that are actually providing information because cdc stopped tracking shit yeah yeah <laughs> so, i mean so like a cesspool it's a, yeah it's just fucking crazy and like you know it's been wild time because like i'm i was like upset about uh, Kabul, Kabul and um, Delta oh and like it was just like oh is this gonna happen again and as we're going into winter it's just like what mm-hmm. the fuck what the fuck yeah. we couldn't figure this out and now everyone all these kids are going <laughs> back into school as this is fucking happening I suggest you find something that's not live comedy that feeds you I, I, I really do because I think that's gonna be hard like what Family? <laughs> um, no, not that. <laughs> like live, um, live IG of me like making origami. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Like learning something else, or like you know, I I think what have I? What am I? Doing? What are you supplanting um, laughter with? Success in inside of the industry? M- money, <laughs> money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Writing, writing's been really feed, feed, feeding me a lot. Um, uh, you know, metaphorically and literally, right. that's where my money's coming in from. Um, you know, but writing is fucking hard. Yes, and, and bad. it's so hard and bad. So- <laughs> I don't know why you're so, saying this. I don't suggest yeah. that. I, I, you're asking me what I did. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not telling you that's what you should do. But I'm saying like that's what I've done. Um, what else have I done? Um, you know, gardening and stuff like that, but like nothing's going to be like comedy, but I think to hinge your, you know, whatever spiritual food on something that's clearly going to disappear is, (laughs) it's it's a rough situation. You know what I've been thinking about? I've been like looking into a better PA pro PA system. That's, this is how I've reacted to this Delta news. Okay. Okay, a PA system like so I can just go out uh, onto a sound. Yeah, so I can go out. I can portable, <laughs> so I don't have to share a mic. It's gonna go there with my own. Oh yeah, don't don't you carry a little speaker around? I do. I already have one, but I want to get a better one. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I am I'm way behind you on that, and let me know if I can help in any way. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, truly, like, has the writing truly been able to supplant this this comedy thing to you? Not not totally, but it's a nice facsimile <clears throat> because I get to write jokes right. still. I get to be funny 
and I get to do it through the voices of characters and not on stage. So it is less, um, it's less like in immediate or instant gratification, but it is still, it's sustained gratification. It's just not instant. So that's the main difference. It's like, I'm still getting like validation and I'm still being funny. I'm still making people laugh, but I, it's just long-term and not like right there. I, don't, I mean, what about the laughs? <laughs> the laughs have gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gone. just the sound of laugh, fucking laughter for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I miss yeah. it. It's just not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, That's I, I healthy guess, of like, you to pivot. I think it is healthy. Yeah. I think it is healthy, and I think um, I think there's a point in my career I am in right now where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I need laughs. Huh? Yeah, I like them. I don't know if I need them. It's like. How I think about cigarettes, like, I love cigarettes. Yeah. I love, love smoking. Me too. It's so cool. I just don't need it. Right. Because it's not good. Everything around it is bad. Yeah. Besides the smoking, <laughs> you know, like, the, the actual feeling of the smoke entering my throat mm-hmm. and proliferating my lung capillaries, yeah. that fucking feels amazing. Amazing. Exhale. There's nothing like it. Exhale, being able to yeah. some time. It's like a whole body orgasm. Yeah. But, um, and I know in my mind and in my heart and soul that I love it, but I don't need it. Okay. I mean, I have to- <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, in that way, I think I am, I have become a little healthier. Yeah. Because I don't need that. And also, I... <sighs> Like this podcast, mm-hmm. it's extended gratification too. Like people listen to it and they love it, but we don't immediately know if they love this it. True. You know? like, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Like they're not, I mean, I would love for us to do a live show, yeah. you know? I, I think we're going to have, we'll figure out what this December sure, show is going to be. Like, yeah. I think we're going to have to cancel <laughs> yeah. it again. Nothing I love more than doing Ajima Show Live. Yeah. Trust me, you, me, a guest doing stand-up and then us coming together and fucking kikin kaka, yeah. you know, like doing the whole sudatoro and like... <laughs> Come on, there's nothing better than that. That's like the most that you know, doing Ajima Show live with you has and you guys, the audience, have been some of like some of the happiest moments I've had yes. performing live. Rewarding performing live. And, yeah. and do I love that and miss it? Yes. Do I need it right now? No. So I do feel like I'm in a okay place, like mentally, mm-hmm. obviously, because I don't need stand-up. And am I saying if people need stand-up that there's something fucked up about you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, from someone who was there, yeah. like, I know that that's like that kind of pull and addiction. There's a, there, it, that is something that it's codependency, mm. you know, like, it, I, and I get that. And I'm very much that person. I've just learned, I think, just from the way I know how to adapt to write jokes in more in a different way so that like I don't know I don't have to be around some douchebag in the green room who's not vaxxed who's not vaxxed you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I don't ever have to like I'm controlling my 
my surroundings. Honestly, so you're healthy, you're very happy, you garden now, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Right. <laughs> We are back <laughs> with our third and newest section of the show. It's Ask Me Anything AMA. Morago. Morago. <laughs> and today, uh, thank you for uh, asking your questions. Please send me your questions at ajumashow.gmail.com and ajumashow at the socials. Today, the question, you know, it couldn't be more pertinent. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It says, this person says, what would you pursue once your entertainment dreams have come true? So let's say, I guess, tomorrow, uh-huh. everything we wanted has come. has come. We are in a different house, mm-hmm. different, place. different place. I've got caftans. I'm, I get to... Down. Yeah, I get to gain weight now. I can stop all the stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done. You're chubby. I'm chubby. Yeah. The, way, the, yeah. the shape that I was meant to be. I'm the shape I was meant yeah. to be. The God like a in, Korean pair. Yeah. I, the way that God yeah. intended for me to be. Stout. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a kokoma. What next? I should look, I should look yeah. like a kokoma. Hot sweet potato. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would I pursue? It's all of, I can't imagine. But um, what would I pursue? I guess I would go. You know what I would really do for real? What, what? Um, I would go back to school. What do you want to learn? I would like want to learn specifically. Like about, I don't know, maybe Asian American history or feminist theory okay. or like some sort of okay. history or like something like that. I would really yeah. like to do like go to school. That makes sense for you. Yeah. I, I could see you doing that. Yeah. Like being professorial. Yeah. Like couldn't, like couldn't, yeah. I would like something like that. And, 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 That's and, cool. and run a store. What kind? Vintage gowns, caftan, beaded. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Well, this sounds like you're like living in Palm Springs. Yes. You have a little boutique. <laughs> and I'm going to UC, UC Davis for classes. Yeah. 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 You're doing the extension. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're doing like Asian Americans, yes. like art hist- how art history yes, exactly. reflects modern day feminism. Yes. You know, something, something like, like that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, okay. I'm the person that's I like, like that. always like my jewelry is clattering as I raise my hand in class. <laughs> <laughs> so many so beads. beads and i try i drive so many like mother of yes. pearl objects <laughs> <laughs> things are opal yes I'm, yeah. sh- I'm so shiny yes, and I, I leave in like a so shiny of, so flowy a canary yellow mercedes-benz convertible ah! <laughs> i love it and that's that's how i know this yes. ajima. i've seen this ajima. yes ajima, ajima. <laughs> Oh, that's that's rich. <laughs> that's rich. That's what I, I think. I, I would do something like that, like some sort of stupid job, okay. like some sort of stupid store, right? I can still go in and like yeah. talk and like and like yeah. interface with people and not necessarily do. You could be the eccentric yes. woman who like everybody loves to go chit chat yes. with. You're holding exactly. court. Exactly. I give a lot of advice. Yeah, you have your new P- PA yes. system. I'm going around. I got a lot of advice to give, and not enough people to yeah. take it. <laughs> You're like a like a desert yes, yenta. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. I love that. Desert yenta. That should be that should, <laughs> I can imagine that being your like last comedy yes. special. 
And then you turn into this like Palm Springs goddess. <laughs> All right, what would you do? What would you do? What's yours? Well, it's mine. <sighs> I have two things that may or may not interact with okay because you know the two things i love possibly more than comedy is food right. and travel right yeah you know that so i'm thinking if everything has come true and i have all the money in the world and blah blah i don't have my mom's taken care right. of you know what i mean some shit cousins have come out of the woodwork and asked to borrow money and i give it sure, away sure. freely you know i'm like i'm never gonna of see course, 100 grand but like just deal yeah. with it like get your kids some diapers yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> start start your beauty supply. Start this franchise yeah, of lunch yeah. crafters. Live your dream, <laughs> honey. I've seen yes. it all. I know. I know what this is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I know what cousins need. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they need seed money for franchise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. So you know, after I did all that, I think I would love to pursue, um, restaurant tourship. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And I don't necessarily want to be in the back. Sure. Um, like cooking the food. Of course not. I like to I, I love to be the chef de cuisine. Okay. You know, I love to menu plan, okay. um, have whole tastings uh-huh. and and you know, be locally sourced and of the season of the earth sure. kind of situation. Yeah. So that would be like one dream that might lead me into the second kind of pursuit of happiness which would be traveling uh-huh. and traveling to different places and um you know really learning about the why they cook the way they cook okay and and you know and tying that towards kind of like this is like what you're talking about like kind of like it being in student mode of like yes um not agriculturally what am i talking about um What's the study of culture? Anthropologically. Okay. Like how anthropologically linked is food uh-huh. to these people and to like these people's histories. Right. Whether they whether they conquered or they were conquered mm-hmm. and the influences. And like, do you know Guns, Germs, and Steel? Yes. That book, Jared mm-hmm. Diamond. <clears throat> they, he, he like follows anthropology through Guns, Germs, mm-hmm. and Steel and how these three have affected, you know, people and where they are and why right. they are. And I would love to do something like that with food. Yes. And see like colonization and hybridization and pigeoning mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff through different cultures, foods, mixing. And yeah. Anyway, I mean, the, so, introduction, the, yeah, the introduction of the do. tomato to the new world. Huge. 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 And also, Inse- yeah. um, have you changed the game? Have you ever seen um, High on the Hog? Yes, love High in the Hog. It's great. So good. So good. good. Yeah. And I love that same sort of anthropological thread. The idea yes. of what you bring with you, right, to the new world. Yes. There's, I, the new I world. forget, there's um, a show in, in Korean. It's about pig. It's mm. about pork specifically. And they talk about okay. like how you have to watch it. It's like back in the day in the villages, they used to smoke an entire hog in the ground with like coals and it would just smoke for days and i was watching with my parents and my parents were like my mom was like we did that for your aunt's wedding it's the last oh really and they're talking about it like this like old time thing and my mom was like what are you gonna cancel like we didn't know like back because they lived Uh, in a village this is like in busan yeah yeah and it's like they we did it for your aunt's wedding it was the last time we ever did something like that because it's like such a long time ago but it's a very old old style of eating but like that's how you like it's 
Dude, it's like the best post-ham kind of thing forever. You can Ooh. imagine. Ah, juicy. Yes, and it's just oh, under yeah, yeah, yeah. for like three days underneath dirt, just smoking like that. Oh my god! Yeah, incredible. Oh, I'm like my mouth is watering right now. <sighs> my mouth yeah. is watering too. I gotta get something <laughs> <Yeah>. to eat. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.